Welcome to the Inside the Junior Rain podcast. I'm your host, Ben Frank, and each and every week we give you an inside look on what goes on behind the scenes of a USA Hockey model association, the Junior Rain. We believe in learning, we believe in age-appropriate, long-term athletic development, and we believe we have the responsibility to harness the power of youth sports to create better athletes, better people, closer families, and a better world. Thank you for joining us, and together we can make youth hockey a life-changing experience. Okay, we are live uh, for episode number seven of Inside the Junior Reign, where we give you an inside look on what goes into the day-to-day of uh, fulfilling our mission of making youth hockey with all of you a life-changing experience for all. Uh, my name is Ben Frank. I'm your club president, and with me as always, I have uh, our chief of hockey operations here, Paul Esdale, who's got some interesting uh, head attire today that we'll get into in a moment. Uh, as always, um, while you're watching, whether it's live or on the replay, a lot of our, our viewers are on the replay, please let us know that you're following along. Give us a thumbs up or a hi in the comments section. Give us your questions. We love to get to, uh, the questions and comments from everyone on a week-to-week basis. We'll make sure we answer your questions either on the show directly or in the comments feed or on future shows. Uh, and if you like what you hear, we appreciate um, you uh, sharing the episode so more people can uh, can hear about uh, what we're doing here at the Junior Rain. So, uh, Paul, before I get into today's special topic, what the heck is going on there, and what's on your uh, what's on your head today? Why don't you tell tell everyone about what you're wearing? There? Sure. So we've been, uh, you know, with the Junior Rain here, we're 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 really focused on creating great experiences for kids, and uh, we've had a generous donation. Uh, from a family that got us all 18 matching black hard hats. And we've decorated these with a junior logo on the front, junior rain logo. And then we have the, we honor the game from Positive Coaching Alliance. And then we have an American Development Model sticker on the back. And the hard hat award, so if you- Show them real yeah. close up. So we got the, the front logo, the junior rain, yeah. the PCA honoring the game logo sticker, and the ADM American Development Model sticker on the, on the hat that's all of our Pillars. Yeah, the pillars. So really, it stems from, and I know a lot of people do different things, and with hockey and the hockey culture, um, and you see at the highest levels, the NHL levels, is after every game, um, they award a player of the game to the team. Uh, this year, I saw the, there's and they use different fun items, right? So I saw one team last year used uh, a heavyweight championship belt, or like a wrestling or boxing belt. And you you know awarded the belt. I think this year the Pittsburgh Penguins are using a Pittsburgh Steelers full football helmet. So I, I saw even a guy doing an interview with the football helmet on. So a pretty neat thing. So and they award those. And I've seen some clips of that. And uh, we've kind of tinkered with that over the years and trying to figure out what what's best. And we really wanted to find something that's um, unique to our organization, but also standard within our teams. And understanding that you know after a game. Uh, the coach is going to do a debrief of what's going on, what, you know, you know, things to improve on, things they did well, and then kind of give a player of the game award and the idea of, of coming up with the hard hats and getting them all stickered out, um, you know, the same w- w- was was formulated and then kind of what it signifies. And now it's, you know, we want, we're going to call it the triple impact competitor. And that stems from our, our PCA, Positive Coaching Alliance, and, and those principles there. And how that ties in with the organization. So that's this is the Triple Impact Competitor Hard Hat Award that will be awarded to 
you know, we're going to get these distributed to the teams this week, and hopefully we'll start getting this going uh, starting next weekend. So each of our teams, each of our junior ring teams, will be given one of these uh, hard hats with, with full stickered out here, and uh, it's the Triple Impact Competitor Hard Hat Award for each game. And, and Paul, tell us a little bit about why why do we think this is important. Obviously, it's fun. We talked about it being fun for the kids. It's something that a lot of hockey pro hockey teams and things do. Why did we uh, identify this as something that we wanted to do with all of our teams in a standard fashion? I think, we, first of all, we, we, we want to make hockey a life-changing experience, so we're creating experiences, we're creating a culture, um, something for kids to look forward to, uh, a positive thing, and tying it in with the Positive Coaching Alliance and those key principles. So Triple Impact Competitor, what is that? Well, that first of all, you're trying to make yourself better. So whatever you're doing in your, in your play, you're trying to improve as a, as a, as a player. Right? Second of all, you're trying to make your teammates better, which is critical in a, in a team sport is you're making your teammates better. And thirdly, you're trying to make the game better. Right? So it's not just me, me, me. It's your, you know, improving yourself and your play, right? improving your teammates' play, and improving the game. And that's not just what you do on the ice. right? So if you're a coach and you're awarding this to the player, your player trying to get one of these hard hats for the week, you wear it for the week and hand it back for the next weekend, it's not just the best player who scores the two goals or three goals and takes a bunch of penalties, right? It's, it's the guy that contributes to those three categories, self, teammates, and game. And that has a lot to do with what's going on on the bench, uh, on the ice surface, uh, obviously during the play, but at, when the play stopped, and also in the dressing room, how you treat opponents, how you, you know, we talk about the roots, right? Respecting the rules, the opponents, the officials, right, teammate and self, right, those are the big, the roots, right, so understanding those, understanding the elm tree, mastering of effort, learning, bouncing back from mistakes, those are all key um, positive coaching alliance terms, and then that's that big term they talk about is honoring the game, and understanding that, and understanding the roots, the elm tree, triple impact award, and how it all ties together, and man, if, if you think about it that way, and and someone's award that it, it's really bigger than just the guy who scored a couple goals. Yeah, it's a big honor, right? And, and, and it's a fun, a fun way for us to tie into, tie something in that's fun for the kids, something they can look forward to, something that can get some team bonding around. You know, the kids walking out of the locker room wearing the hard hat. Maybe they want to wear it to practice in the locker room. Uh, that, they get, they, they get to, they get to give it out and uh, look forward to, to, to next week. But also a way for us to create dialogue um, um, in an intentional way every week where now, we have an opportunity to, for the kids and the parents, everyone to think about, oh, you know, so-and-so got this award this, this week because of these types of things, right? And so for us, wait, consistently, whether you win the game, you lose the game, you tie the game, you win big or you lose big, there's, there's things that the athletes can do every single game that can win this award through making themselves better, making the teammates better, making the game better, and how they respond to why they're winning, losing, tying, Etc. and create some dialogue around that every single week across the whole organization from top to bottom, from the 8Us to the 18 AAAs, uh, really just tying in a major piece of our culture into the weekly, and, and visual too, something that's actually visual and something that, that, you're, that you're thinking about consistently. Yeah, and, and it's interesting. I, I was talking to one of our teams on the weekend about um, some, of the, some of the things you see at the higher levels, and I talked about, and a lot of the kids knew because they, they've been around and watch NHL, is... When you, when you walk into a home dressing room in the NHL, nobody steps on the logo, right? That, that's a big thing. And a lot of kids know that now at the older ages, right? And the other thing is, uh, that we, I learned as a player and as a coach is uh, a jersey should never be on the ground, right? And, and this ties into that because it's really what it is. It's creating the culture 
and understanding the respect for you know the logo on the front and what you're playing for and who you're representing right you're not just representing representing yourself you're representing your teammates you're representing the game you're representing your family and these are all big things and sometimes we we forget about those because we get so wrapped up in the wins and losses and and we know right some some titans are going to win some days you're going to lose uh but what can we do in all those circumstances to tie something in that represents our culture and what we believe in? I think this is a, kind of a nice little little addition to what we're doing um, to for players. Uh, you know, just one more little thing for them to gravitate to and to strive for and create another experience that they can really enjoy. Yeah, and, and one of the, the thing that we love about part of the Coach Alliance so much is that. You know, and the reason we, that we make it one of our pillars is they do a really great job of uh, taking some complex things and really defining them into uh, actionable steps and things that, that players and coaches and parents can all relate to in, in, in certain terms and language that they can really, they can really use. So, for example, this, the Triple Impact Competitor, the, the, you know, the, name, of, the name of this award, uh, we talked about already, so it's broken into three, to three simple things that they can do to, to earn this award. So, we, again, how big, if, if a player can learn to constantly be focused on making themselves better, making the team better, and making the game better, what does that you know, do for them as a player to help them in their future, uh, future goals as a player and also as, as a person? Right? There's those three simple things that you can focus on that have huge, huge effects. Paul, you want to go into that maybe a little bit further, maybe even with some specific examples of some of the things that, that focusing on that will, will have the players do? Well, yeah, I think, I think for self, right, it, it comes down to how do you handle adversity, right? There's, so there's lots of ups and downs in a game. And, you know, if, if you're representing yourself the right way and you're able to, you know, they talk a lot about in PCA is about mistake rituals. So it's something I, I played uh, hockey, obviously, and I also played competitive tennis for up until I was 19. And there's a lot of the mental side of things there. And we're, we're dealing with young kids here, so they're not just – you know, they're dealing with uh, lots of adversity on the hockey rink. They're growing, they're maturing, they're developing at different rates. So there's a lot of stuff going on. They're becoming teenagers. They got stuff at school. They Maybe there's bullies. There's all these situations we talk about with why youth sports is such a great platform. Um, so understanding, you know, that emotional control, I think is a big one for the self, right? Is the ups and downs of the, uh, of the game, but also... You know, people are looking at you as a player, right? And, and maybe you're, you know, you're one of the, the older kids on the team or whatever it is. So understanding that emotional control and, you know, trying to take some leadership and understanding about, you know, little things like being on time, respecting your coaches, listening, you know, how, your work ethic. You know, those are all these, those are those are life, life lessons. And that's our job as edu educators, I like to call ourselves, is that, um, with these little things and with the help of, you know, Positive Coaching Alliance, USA Hockey, it gives us those tools to uh, make some impact in these kids' lives. And it, it, guys, it's really more than just hockey, right? We understand that the percentage of kids that are going to play in the NHL is, is, is low, right? Um, but we also know everyone has a dream and we want to s support that dream. We want to make sure we get more out of this sport experience than just hockey. We want to get life skills, life development, and use hockey, use that team environment to really focus on some key attributes for, for kids as they grow into, you know, functioning adults in society. And I think that's really important. And so we don't take enough time in that. We've tried to build in new things in our organization, talk about it in our curriculum with the experience, right? Spending time on that stuff. It's critical, right? You talk, so you talk about the self, 
teammates, right? How you're interacting with your teammates is critical. And right now, we're, I, I'm working with some peewees, right? 11, 12 years old, and they're still working through how to properly communicate with teammates, right? Uh, we work through, you know, no talking at all, right? And we know with the hockey and team sports, you need to talk. Now, how do you talk to a player? How do you get the most out of a teammate without just telling him, hey, that was wrong, this is what you have to do, and there's all these tools that we use, and it's, it's just the, that the platform of youth hockey and youth sport experience, there's all these situations that uh, as coaches and, and leaders, we have to help guide them along the way. So those are, these are all unique things, and it really is, is I, I'm really interested because it's exciting because I know um, with my development, my, my youth hockey career and youth tennis career was, there was a lot of adversity and a lot of challenges and then we you know it, it helped develop what we call is that grit and i that's a lot of stuff i've talked about with the age group this year is that grit and there's scientific research on how important grit is it actually forecasts success for people as they get older and and the, i want to what you were you were talking about with you know we want to do we want to create something that's bigger than hockey for the kids every week something that, that's transferable life skills that they will that will help them in hockey but also help them as humans, as, as people, as they grow up, as they, in school and in work and in dealing with people, the, the 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 funny thing is this other side of it is this will help them become better hockey players too. Uh, th these habits, right, and these these skills. So if you're, I, I just want to come back to you. Start talking about this, this triple impact, right? So the triple impact competitor. This is the award. There's three thing, three areas we're looking on. Paul just talked through in, in depth a lot of those areas. The first one being making themselves better. Paul referred to the work ethic, right? So the player they're working as hard as they possibly can. Maybe they may be the strongest player on the team, and maybe one of the less experienced players on the team. They have the most goals or the least goals in that game, but the hardest worker on the team. We talked about the, how they respond to adversity, so their mental toughness, right? When things don't go their way, even if it's not fair, a referee misses a call that definitely was a penalty, and you get back up and you, you work hard and you still try to make a play, even though instead of complaining to a referee or whatever, right? You, you make a mistake and you're able to bounce back and, and work extra hard. Um, and then be, you know, personal habits, being on time, being prepared, those types of things, right? So making yourself better. And so think about what that habit, if that's a consistent habit of that player every week in and week out, what that does for them as a hockey player and then as a person, right? And you talked about be teammates, right? Making your teammates better. So again, something we can have dialogue with the kids about. How do you how do you make your teammates better? Even if you're right, someone made a mistake. Just saying, hey, you suck, that that you made a mistake doesn't make your teammates better. You might be right that they made a mistake. Calling them out for it doesn't make them better. So how do I actually make my teammate better? Maybe what they need is, hey man, don't worry about it, we'll get it back. Yep. Or maybe they need to talk about like, hey, what, what did you see there? I, I thought you were open, but then you weren't open or whatever, and talking about that, and learning how to do that, right? Which is a huge skill. We wanna talk about leadership and becoming yep. a captain one day and being a coach one day, those types of things. Did you wanna add to yeah, that? Yeah, I, I think the, the coachability part is something that I didn't touch on exactly, yeah, but, nice part, yeah. but it's coachability with how you listen to your coach how you respond to your coach, your body language with your coach, with your teammates. So body language is a big thing that we don't talk about a lot. And I, I, I correct and guide players on that a lot because that's something I learned as a player was that body language, it says it all, right? If you, you know, if you make a mistake and go to the bench and hang your, hang your head and you're pouting, you know, what, one, what does that say to the opponents? What does that say to your teammates? What does that say to your coach? Like, are you ready to go, right? Say you, you give up a goal, or maybe the maybe the game's ten to one. You're losing ten to one. How do you respond to that? How do you handle that? 
And I remember when I was obviously co coaching junior hockey and we were going to recruit and scout, um, there was good teams and bad teams. And I remember watching some teams where, you know, we were looking at a couple of players and they were on the last, they were, they were on the last place team in the league. And people are saying, well, why are you watching that, that team? I says, well, it's not really the team. We're looking at this player and now we're looking at how he responds to losing 10 to one. What kind of captain, what kind of leader is he in that circumstance? Right, because we know with throughout the years we're gonna be winning teams, losing teams, that, and some of the best players are able to handle adverse conditions, right? And some of the guys you look at and say, well, he's a selfish player and he's blaming everyone, screaming at all his teammates. You probably don't want that guy, right? So it's it's understanding that that body language, that coachability with with your coaches, but also within among, amongst teammates to teammates. Um, these are those character skills that the higher level organizations are looking for so when you're trying to make a team you know if skating you know thinking the game competing um you know your puck skills we talk about four keys of a complete player if all those are similar and they're and you're you know head to head with one player and they're very similar you know that fifth that life skill that character that's the decider and sometimes that's even in earlier and a lot of times it is in yeah. a lot of teams that character weighs yeah. And a big part of when they bring people into the organization, think about college hockey. A lot of times you're bringing a player into, you know, a four-year um, organization. And if you bring in the wrong type of character, wrong type of fit, and, you you know, in four years, he's probably not going to make it four years so you, or, or, or she. Right? So it's a, a lot of that character, a lot of that leadership skills is really critical for success down the road, not just in hockey, but obviously in life. Yeah, and like, like you mentioned, you know, they're uh... – it, 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 they don't just they don't just look at the stats and just say okay we're gonna take these players right. There's a reason why they call their old, their former coaches and they call their teachers and they maybe interview the players and they they go and watch them. Like you said, now we've we've talked with coaches before that say that they they're watching the players when they're on the bench, not just when they're on the ice. Or Tom Tom our, our yeah. education advisor talks a lot about that. They're actually watching the players on the bench. What are, what do they do? What's their body language like when they go back to the bench after something good happens or something bad happens? How do they look at when the coaches talk to them about something? How are they are they engaged? Are they trying to really listen and learn? Are they engaging positively with their teammates? Are they breaking their stick? You know, that kind of thing as well. And those life skills are actually a big, big piece of it. We have a comment in here. We don't have our, <laughs> our, our pr production assistant here, so I want to see here. Uh, Sarah Jessica, on point. Thanks, guys. Uh, I know Jaden respects you guys as coaches, and it's helped make him a better friend and teammate. So, so, so great. Awesome. That's, yeah, that's a, a, my 8U player on Riverside. Yep. Um, and, and Jaden's a great kid and a great player, and, and she's right. He uh, he listens really well, and he's and he's developed uh, tremendously over a couple of years of playing. You know, coming from uh, in-house hockey to now being a junior rain member, and um, that's it. The power and the impact coaches have, and that's why we have to take our job seriously, mm -hmm. and it's important, and that we know that um, we can have a direct impact in these kids, not just their hockey, but in their lives. Mm -hmm. And that's why we, you know, these little things and these tools yeah. are important to implement because that, that's the differentiator. That diff, that, that's different for organizations than some other organizations. That separates us that it's more than just hockey. Mm -hmm. And an opportunity for us to actually to do, implement something that, sh that shows that. We can talk about that. We can put our, our mission statement and our belief system on the website. But something that, that, that shows that we can, we got, and, and, and a little tool that creates a chance to have a discussion around these things, that creates, that creates an opportunity to define, hey kids, parents, this is what we're looking for every game. This is the gold standard, this definition, triple impact competitive. This is what we're looking for. This is gonna help the kids become better players, better people. And to have something that we can orient around and then have discussion around, 
hey coach, how do I haven't earned a triple impact competitor award yet? How do I do that? And you can have some discussion around that. And the, the final piece, the third, the third piece of that was making the game better, yeah. right? So how, why don't we talk a little bit about that? Maybe it's it maybe easier to start with. Well, how do you how do you not make the game better? You know, what are some things not not to do that to make that, that we've seen with kids to make the game better? Yeah, well, I think there's I think there's a lot, Rick. I, I you know I see a lot a lot of times how um, you know kids treat their opponents. I think that's a big one. How they treat the referees, right? How they um, even how they carry themselves, and it, it ties into self, but also um, how they show respect towards the game of just. What we talk about is always, you know, no matter what the score is, you compete as hard as you can because that's one that's going to make yourself better, make your genius better, but it makes the game better in general, right? And if if you show respect for, you know, the officials and the opponents, um, everyone has a job in this in this um, hot youth hockey, right? And without the officials, without the opponents, without your teammates, uh, there's no game, right? Right? And I think that's a, that's sometimes we forget and take that for granted. That oh we're, we just we deserve this because you know we paid our money and we deserve this great game and everyone owes it to us and I think what you know looking back on my hockey career and I shared a little bit with with uh, you know the group before was my dad instilled in me that I owed it to the game to work hard and compete hard every day and do it to my fullest potential and if I failed I failed if I lost I lost but I showed respect and I think that's what we want to try to be as an organization is that we, no matter what we're doing, we do it to our fullest potential and we, you know, there's ups and downs, there's peaks and valleys and we know with failure there's, that comes success mm -hmm. and, and vice versa, right? But I think showing the respect of everyone that's involved from the Zamboni driver um, to the, you know, the, the fan, to the dad, to the mom, to, you know, dad and mom driving to the 6 a.m. game, mm -hmm. um, to, you know, to getting my homework done. I think it all ties into how important this really can be and how serious you, you really should take it. But still understanding it's about the kids developing, having fun, getting better, but understanding the seriousness of the platform you have to reach these kids and develop all these lessons of, of you know, all the life lessons. Some big, some big things here in respecting the game. Uh, some big life lessons here, right? It's that you mentioned a couple times. No matter what, it's you know what a, a, a triple impact competitor, a junior rank player doesn't try to purposely injure an opponent. No matter what, yeah. even if they cheap shotted you, even if they said something that's not right to you, you don't. We don't abuse an official. No matter what, we respect that. Officials make mistakes too. We respect that officials have different levels of experiences too. Doesn't mean we have to be happy about it, but we res you, res you respect them. And you carry yourself a certain way no matter what because you respect yourself and you respect the game too much. You appreciate that you have the opportunity to play the game. There's a lot of kids around the world who don't have the opportunity to come play ice hockey you know, every day. And this, this, that's what we talk about translating over to life, right? With all these things about appreciating what we, what we have. Um, there's respect, respecting that you said the parents that we brought to the game, respecting the locker room. We're not just going to dump out our, our Gatorade on the locker room floor and leave all our tape on the middle yeah, of the floor because right. we respect the game, we respect the opportunity of having facilities, having people that cut the ice and clean up the locker room so we have an opportunity to, to do that. That we that we don't, the fans, right? Even if the fans are yelling bad things, we don't yeah. turn around and make gestures yeah. at the fans. I mean, no matter what, not just because they, you know, they deserve it or whatever, that you respect the game and yourself and your team too much to, to, to do that and represent yourself that way. And there's some really powerful 
life habits. Man. Yeah, and I, and I think it comes down to gratitude um, and perspective. I think, uh, you know, as I get older, I start to realize that how important perspective is and putting, uh, the, you know, remembering the big picture of, of what we're doing, trying to make a life-changing experience for youth, youth hockey and, and kids um, and understanding that, you know, you're not defined by what you do, but who you are. I think that's an important one, not what you do, but who you are. Mm -hmm. um, that's a big one that I've learned over the years uh, with my ups and downs of my, my coaching and playing career. And then having, um, we talk about gratitude, right? And you just talked about that and being appreciative of the opportunity, the experience that we all have to be part of the game. And, and a lot of that tied back to the, you know, the NHL principles yeah. um, and the thank you hockey message, right? Is really that gratitude of being able to do this being part of something special and bigger than yourself right and it's, it's it, at the end of the day we're here to serve kids and families to give them a great experience and being part of hockey is a privilege and an honor and that's what we want to portray we want to give that back to the give the game to the kids and the families to make sure they have a great experience and get kids to understand that it is a privilege and they should try to make the game better and make their teammates better make themselves better in a healthy way and in a healthy environment and really appreciate that and appreciate that you know that hard practice they just did or you know understand that picking up the tape after the dressing room yeah. uh practice is over and, and those are little those are little details but those are really meaningful things down the road as you grow as a as a person as a player awesome so we're, we're almost at about half past the hour here uh paul what are the next steps uh, what, what's the what's the rollout plan with these uh these awards here? yeah so we'll 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 shoot out a email and, and we'll get on our facebook page of the kind of the definition of what it is and, and the triple impact award and then we will distribute to our coaches to get out to our teams and hopefully uh by the end of the week every uh coach will have them in their possession and we'll hopefully be able to get those awarded out uh, in this upcoming weekend's games. Great. And if your kid is selected uh, for one of the Hard Hat Awards, uh, don't be shy. Take a picture of them. Tag us on the Facebook. Uh, wear it proud. And uh, looking forward to getting this launched for everybody. And we will see you next Monday. We're back on Mondays at 2 p.m. live here from Riverside Icetown for Inside the Junior Rain. It'll be episode 8 next week. As always, whether you're watching us live, whether you're watching us on the replay, we really appreciate interactions. Uh, even if you just say hi, hey guys, uh, I'm watching. Um, let us know and let us know comments or questions that we can address live on the show. And uh, please share as well so we can spread the message of Inside the Junior Ring. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you Thanks, next guys. week. <laughs>